Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is the 175th episode of Be With Me, 7 Minutes of Biblical Wondering, and we're going to wonder today mostly about ransoming, in fact, exclusively about ransoming. So why is that? Well, we were in the New Testament following Jesus' life, and we were in Matthew chapter 17, where the temple tax is mentioned, and then we had to jump back to the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 30, and learn about the temple tax, which really wasn't a temple tax. It was really a ransom for your life tax, and they had to do something with the money, and they used it for the temple. All right, that's by way of review. So today we're going to talk about what are we ransomed for? What are we ransomed from? What are we ransomed? What's the when? Ransomed how? Ransomed for how long? And ransomed to what? And finally, ransom remembered. Okay, so we're going to talk about what we are ransomed for. Now, none of us have to really wonder about this. That is, we want our lives back. And if our lives are in hock to somebody, in debt to somebody, or if there's punishment owed, or if there's money owed, or if there's a plague to be resisted, we're all in for that. So we want our life. We... uh, just a priori. We want our life, and Jesus is in the life business, and so for Jesus to be in the life business, he has to be in the ransom business because we all have this big problem. Okay, so what do we ransom from? And that is, uh, it says in Exodus 30, when you take the census of the people, then each shall give a ransom for his life. And uh, the reason that they give this ransom on a yearly basis is so that they are not punished by this plague and they have this this hanging sort of Damocles, if you will, debt of penalty hanging over their head because they individually sin. They're also, if you want to expand the shotgun a little bit more, we're, we're a people of sinfulness and, and clearly we're not uh, on par with a holy God, a separate God. One of the big questions in the spiritual life is we're so far away from him Holiness-wise, why does he bother, and how does this glorify him? Now, in Exodus 30, the when part, ransomed when, uh, I think is really one of the most interesting things, and probably for them was very frustrating. Uh, This is like they had to go to the BMV every year to get a license to live, to get a ransom for for their life so they don't get put back in the debt of sin prison. And it only lasts for 365 days, and then they have to go back to the BMV again and pay this tax, get their ransom for life license. Um, And of interest, it was a representational amount of money. Uh, In in fact, they they didn't have enough money. Nobody had enough money to sort of buy their freedom. All they did is they rented it for 365 days. So... Wouldn't it be cool if you could find something that was of such value that when you got ransomed, it would be forever that it would last? You wouldn't rent to rent. You wouldn't rent the ransom. You would sort of own the ransom. You would possess the ransom. So, of course, that happens in uh, Christ. Let me read First Peter chapter one verse eighteen, and that says. And if you call on him, this is 17, as you call on him as father who judges impartially according to one's deeds, 
conduct yourselves with fear throughout your time of your exile, that is, the time that you're on this earth. Knowing that you were ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. So in First Peter, being ransomed is recalled here, and I think he also tips his hat to the futility of the way that it is done in Exodus. It's just saying you rented it for all these years, 1,300 years, 1,350 years. You've been renting ransomness, and now you can get it with a more precious thing that is the precious blood of Christ, and then it'll then it will last uh, uh, forever. So if you find something of ultimate value that is Christ and Christ's life, which is represented by his blood, I was thinking about the curse when, have you ever heard someone said, oh, but, oh, for the blood of, I don't even want to say it. The reason that's a curse is because that person has, in a sense, discovered the most valuable thing that, that there is, that this, this blood, which represents Christ's life that he gave on the cross. All right. So in the Old Testament, they they didn't have this. They had to come back 365 days later, and I'm sure it was repetitive and and frustrating for them. So how about us? Well, Hebrews fixes that problem, and that Jesus, uh, it says in Hebrews 9, 12, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, securing an eternal redemption. So this blood is so valuable, he only has to do it once, and he only has to do it once for everybody, and it lasts uh, forever. So a little bit later, two verses later, what are we ransomed to? How much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? So we're ransomed to something, and that is to serve the living God. And then finally, this is the this is what got me uh, to to teach about this today and talk about this and think about this today. This is the picture in heaven. John gets a revelation uh, of heaven, and they can't find anybody open the scroll because nobody's worthy. And then they find Jesus, and everybody's happy. He takes the scroll. 24 elders fall down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and a golden bowl of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. And listen to what they sang. Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open the seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. So the reason I wanted to talk about it today is when I realized that people in heaven right now are worshiping God and singing songs about the ransoming of God, that it must still be important. It was important back in Exodus in a frustrating way. Jesus fixes the problem and it's going to be remembered forever. So it's pictured in the Old Testament, temporary, representational, and frustrating. Uh, Once we found the value problem and found it and solved it with Jesus, we get ransomed 
forever. So I wanted you to understand it. I want you to receive it. I want you to revel in it. I want you to serve because, because of it. And then you and I, when we get to heaven, we're going to remember this eternally. How about the Lord's ransom? Amen.